0: Prince remembered from The Current. Believe it or not, we did not have anything from Prince in our collection uh, when Purple Rain came out in 1984. So uh, a couple of years later, we approached his uh, his people and uh, put in a request uh, telling them that we really wanted something specifically from Purple Rain because this was really uh, something that really put him on the map internationally uh, as a megastar. And uh, it took about a year uh, but they got back to us, and they very graciously agreed to donate the costume along with some other items and uh it 's probably one of the most iconic pieces that we have. Certainly in our music collection, but perhaps in the, in the three-dimensional collection I as well.
1: That had to just be so amazing. Like, well, we can't get you the motorcycle, but how about the suit? Yeah, that sounds great. We'll we take said it. that's fine. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah.
2: And we are talking about the suit that's on the cover of the album Purple Rain, that's in the promotional, the long duster with the, the studs and
0: the... Yeah, and the, the white ruffled shirt. The black velour pants, the button up the front, uh, even the shoes as well. All of it. Yeah, it's it's the costume that he wore when performing the song at First Avenue for the film.
2: So when did it go on display? How long has it been available at the uh, at the Minnesota History Center?
0: Well, uh, like the entire world, we were absolutely shocked uh, when we heard the news uh, last Thursday, and uh, we knew that we had to do something right away, and we knew that. putting out the costume was the thing to do. Uh, So uh, we scrambled to get it out uh, and actually had it on display by the end of that day. And uh, thank goodness for social media, we got the word out and uh, people have just been coming in droves. And uh, we're going to have it out for at least another week. Uh, And then see how uh, response is. And uh, if it's still very strong, we're going to keep it out for longer.
1: I have to imagine that preserving something like, you know, the the Purple Rain suit that, again, Prince wore in the film and on the cover of the album, it, it must be sort of nerve wracking to even bring it out of storage.
0: Well, it was funny when we were we were taking photographs for social media as our textile conservator was dressing the mannequin, and uh, people were were posting immediately uh, on Facebook. She should be wearing white gloves handling <laughs> right. that, uh, and it's actually kind of hard to dress a, a mannequin wearing white gloves. So, um, but yeah, we're we are so fortunate here in Minnesota to have an absolute state of the art facility here in St. Paul for storing collections, and um, so we've got. Uh, storage that's temperature and humidity controlled has special lighting special cabinets special materials for storing it so that this costume is going to stay well preserved into the into the next century
2: well it's worth noting that the 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 suit is not the only piece of Prince memorabilia, the only Prince artifact that you have in your collection. Uh, And before we talk about some of the other items that you do have in the collection, it's always been interesting to me verifying the authenticity. You know, when people are collectors, or when you go to look at something historically valuable, you want to make sure that you're dealing with the genuine article. What kind of process do you go into to make sure that you're holding for example, a tambourine that was actually used by Prince as opposed to just a really cool tambourine?
0: Well, that was the benefit of going directly to his management. Uh, we we were very specific in saying we wanted the costume that he had used in the film. Um, and so working directly with his management, we knew we were getting the real thing. And that's what's so exciting about it.
1: We are talking with senior curator Adam Scher from the Minnesota Historical Society who's actually brought in a few items from the Prince Artifact Collection from the Minnesota History Center. You know, it was a few years ago that the uh, morning show, we went over to the Minnesota History Center for our coffee break on the road. So, we've, current fans, uh, we're fans of your work as well. And I just remember um, some items, you know, Minnesota items being laid out in a couple of cases so that we could see a couple pieces that you guys have, uh, not only on display but in storage as well and I do remember seeing a couple of the Prince items that you brought in today I'm, I'm just kind of wigging out right now at some of the things that you have. But, Adam, if you could describe some of the things that you brought today to share with us.
0: Well, I couldn't bring the costume, obviously, but I brought probably the next best thing. That's which right. Were...
1: Adam is not wearing the costume. <laughs> no. That's right. <laughs>
2: Although, wow, what a coup if you had been. All right.
0: Uh, but we did bring some of the uh, pieces that are part of the ensemble. So um, he did wear gloves as part of the costume. Um, they're sort of a, a, a purple uh, knit uh, with some rhinestone jewelry attached to them they're they're long gloves they almost go up to your um to your forearm and uh have very small fingers uh that 's the thing that 's always amazed me his 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 absolute prodigious uh capabilities with a guitar, and yet he had relatively small hands so it's just one of the amazing things about him. He also had a headband, which was part of this costume. Which we also have. <gasps>
2: no, I and mean, people remember. I mean, sort of the iconic slanted headband, where yep. part of it goes over the eye. It's that is in,
0: in the it's studio in right that now. Box
2: right there. Right. <laughs> wow. I, it, it's hard to believe. You've also got promotional items from the film. You brought this, the thing that you said is probably the most impressive, and I agree. I mean, yeah. that's
0: that's a historical document right there. What is that in your hand? We have uh, actually a couple of these. Um, they're tickets to his very first concert as a solo artist at the Capri Theater on Broadway uh, in 1979. And uh, check this out. The uh, price at the door, $4.75. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time.
1: Yeah.
2: There was a time. And, of course, I think the thing that we just shared on social media, is that right, Luke? Have we tweeted that out already? Uh, is a, it, it has a different name. I, I was going to call it a
0: tambourine, but it's a what? It's a tamboraca.
2: So what is a tambouraka? It's, it's, a, it's, a,
0: it's the, the marriage of a tambourine and a maraca. Uh, and it's adorned with uh, the symbol that became iconic, of course, that uh, adorned the, the Glanslam Club in Minneapolis that he helped to found uh, in 1989. And uh, I can give it a shake for you. If you would.
1: That is the sound of a tamboraca.
2: Not just a a an, icon, an iconic and, and actually used tamboraca. If you go follow the, the the Current on Twitter, you'll see a picture of said tamboraca right now.
1: So, Adam, you said you'd have the Prince suit from Purple Rain on display, you said, for about a week? Yes. Are there any plans to develop a larger Prince exhibit, especially now in the, uh, in the wake of Prince's death?
0: Well... It's, it's a possibility, uh, but it hasn't been discussed. I think one of the things that we will be able to do in the near future is take some of these other items, uh, some of which I brought with me today, to supplement uh, the, the Prince costume. And so we're hoping to, to show people uh, more breadth and depth of what we have in terms of the way that we've documented Prince.